What's up, everyone? Welcome to LTB's version of Triple Threat Podcast. Before you ask, LTB stands for lunch table. We don't need to talk about it, but that's what it stands for. Um, after months of preparing and wishing for it to happen, we finally did it, and our podcast is out to the world. My name is Adriano, and these two here are Destin and Tones, my friends. This podcast is mainly for fun and here for us to express ourselves for uh, express ourselves for y'all. My fault. On here, we'll be talking about football, basketball, baseball, music, wrestling, fantasy football, movies, whatever, anything. We're just here to provide entertainment for y'all, and we hope you stay and enjoy. As I said, my name is Adriano. Um, I'm a high school athlete. Like my friend T, I'm a Boston sports fan. My favorite athletes are Derrick Rose and Cam Newton. Music-wise, I'm not going to lie and be honest, I don't have the best taste. I'm regarded as the worst taste out of our friend group, but I'm not scared to provide laughs in my music. Um, you know, I had to come out here with my Isaiah Thomas jersey for the first episode. I really hope the Celtics re-sign him. I don't think it'll happen, but one could hope. All right, Tones, you're up. I'm Tones. I'm also 15 in high school. I'm a huge Boston sports, sports guy, huge um, music and hip-hop guy. My favorite rappers are J. Cole and A. Boogie, and my favorite athletes are Jalen Ramsey and Jalen Brown. I'm Dustin. I'm 15. I'm a diehard Boston sports fan. My favorite athletes are Jason Tatum and Aaron Donald. Um, be straightforward for you guys listening. Um, we laugh a lot over here. We can't control ourselves. That's just how we is. That's how that's how we are. My fault. We look at each other and we laugh. So yeah, hopefully you could bear with us and stick stick along. So for our first topic ever that we're ever gonna do. It's about something that we've been talking about recently a lot, the NBA's MVP discussion. Right now, it's wide open. The front runners are Embiid, Jokic, Harden, Giannis, the usual is Damian Lillard. But recently, we've had a lot of debates on who we think will be MVP. Tones, who do you think is win? It's easily Joel Embiid. He's averaging 30, 11, 3, 1, and 1. He's the best player on the best team in the East. He's shooting 52 from the field and 40% from three. I mean, I don't really know how it's an argument. I, I can see Jokic, maybe Dame. They're putting up great numbers. Their teams aren't as good, which is why I have Embiid. But I can't really see anyone else. So you're not using the fact that he's missed 18 games? You're not going to care about that? You're not going to bring that up? No. Why? He's putting up MVP numbers. If he, if, he, if he plays every single game for the rest of the season – you know he'll have the second least amount of games played from an MVP. He'll play only 75% of his games, of his team's and games. Look, even when he, he was, he, when he was playing, they were the best team. When he, what, what's their record without him? Let me see. How are you not going to know that stuff, man? Facts, man. Got to have that hurting. Yeah, but either way, I can see Jokic. He hasn't missed that much time. His team is doing great, although they just lost Jamal Murray. They're still winning games without him. Maybe Dame, he's also putting up great numbers. But other than them three, I can't really see anyone. Maybe Harden. But... I just I just checked. The Sixers are 9-9 nine and nine without Embiid. They're still yeah. a playoff team in the East. They're 500 with him. What's 500 <clears throat> without him? Without him. They're about 20 games over 500 with him. My point. Okay. Destin? I personally think that James Harden is the MVP this year. He's averaging 25, 9, and 11 with the best the best season of his career, arguably. 
Are we forgetting 2019? Team yeah. basketball-wise, this is the best year of his career. Team basketball-wise. Give me a reason yeah, why. This is this is the MVP. It's not about team basketball. Kidding. That's exactly what MVP is. No, it's exactly. not. The MVP award has never been about team basketball. It's about it how was, you could propel your Westbrook, team to the next level. Westbrook yeah. wouldn't have won it. Harden wouldn't have won it. And Westbrook wouldn't have won it. Harden was on a first seat. What was Westbrook on? A yeah, six that was seat, rare. He had a triple double. That's the only reason he won. And I personally think Harden has been the most important piece of the Nets this season. Over Kyrie? Over Kyrie. How many games has Harden missed? Harden? Um, I think... Missed some more games than Embiid, I'm pretty sure. No, not at all. Harden never missed a long stint of games. Let me see. James Harden has played 34 games this season. Joel Embiid's played 37. Okay. Well, for me, my MVP is someone, you know, outside of the radar, outside of the race. Someone who models the definition of most valuable player. Keep in mind, valuable. I'm going Chris Paul of the of the Phoenix Suns. I can see you guys smiling. Something so smiling. Yeah, because he's outside of the race for a reason. Yeah, he's he's okay. It's not up there. He's having 16, 9, and 4. Those aren't MVP numbers. Those are like prime Ricky Rubio numbers. Okay. He leads the team in one series. He's played 54 out of 55 games to lead them to a record of 40 and 15. Now, mind you, Devin Booker never won 40 games in his career. Last season was his best season. They went 34 and 39. When CP3 is on the court, the assist rates nearly double. They score more. It's his team. And I want those stats out the way because that's kind of boring to me. When you watch the Phoenix Suns, you ever went outside like your house and your parents are like telling you, you model them, or like the school tells you, behave, you model them. The Suns are Chris Paul's DNA. No other team, Joel Embiid, the Sixers aren't his, don't have his DNA. The Warriors, not the Warriors, the Nets, they don't have James Harden's DNA. Chris Paul is valuable. He's the leader of a team that's going to have the best record in the league. And the, he has the best chance to win it this year compared to the last couple years. Embiid missed 18 games. Jokic is the four seed. Giannis has footballer fatigue. Harden has a super team. Curry is 500. And Dame and Luka, Dame and Luka are competing for the playing tournament. James Harden, and not James Harden, Chris Paul, he carries himself and his team. So then, I can't explain. He carries them to the next level. He, he has LeBron-esque. He's, Le, he's LeBron-esque for the team. Uh, you do you not get what I'm saying. He's Le- okay. Go. I don't know about LeBron esque, but he definitely has a big impact on the team. But statistically speaking, I don't think he has what it takes to be an MVP. I I, I feel like if he wins MVP, he'll be the first MVP to not make an All NBA first team. He doesn't have the stats. He's not a top player in the league by any means, but he's the most valuable. Without Chris Paul, they're not a playoff team. With Chris Paul, they have the best record in the league. If Steph Curry or Damian Lillard did that, you're telling me they wouldn't be MVP? They'd be putting up MVP numbers. Yeah. Chris Paul's been putting up MVP numbers. The num- numbers don't matter, though, when you're winning. He- the numbers matter when numbers. you're 
in the MVP award, award, when you want to win MVP. When was the last time someone who didn't lead their team in scoring win MVP? Steve Nash. Nash? This is 2006. He's not in the race. He has no narrative. He's getting no media attention. He's not going to get. He's picking up the media attention in the last couple weeks. From who? Barkley? CBS Sportsman. He thinks it's okay. He has no media attention, Adriano. He's not going to get any votes. And he's not putting up MVP numbers. He he probably won't. I'm not going to lie. He probably won't. He's not the best player on his team. Devin Booker's averaging 25, 5, and 4. He's the best player on the Suns, without a debate. He's just the best scorer. There's more to the no, game than scoring. He's the best player. Chris Paul's top five in assists and top five in steals in the league. They the Suns would be worse without Booker than they would without CP3. That's all I'm gonna say. And he's not putting up MVP numbers. That's very fair. We never seen the Suns without Chris Paul. Well, actually, wait. On um, the Suns, they're better defensively. Actually, had that. They're, be- they're better defensively, and they're more efficient on offense when Chris Paul is on the floor and Booker's and, not. And compared- then. Take someone like Embiid, for example. They have dang near the same record. They're both at the top of their conferences. Embiid's averaging a double-double, 30 points, 11 rebounds, three assists, one steal, one block. Why would he? He missed 18 games. Why? That's that's not why he was And the reason the six, I wouldn't say the reason the Sixers are winning because of him. They're winning because of Doc Rivers. So without Embiid, they'd be at the top of the Eastern Conference? They'll be a playoff team. Would they be at the top of the Eastern Conference? No. Exactly. Without Chris Paul, are the Suns even a playoff team? No. Yes. Yes. They could be. They weren't they a playoff, were team, last a playoff year. team last year. They weren't. People though. improve. Chris Paul isn't the sole reason they're doing better. Yeah. He's a big part of why they're the one seed out. And Embiid is the reason the Sixers are the one seed. With without Embiid, you said they're five hundred. They're yeah. they'd be competing with teams like um, Charlotte. At the bottom of the playoffs in the East, they wouldn't be competing with Brooklyn at the top of the East. That's fair. He's easily the best big in the game right now. I want to say besides easily. a healthy Anthony Davis. I want to say easily, but that's a different conversation to have. Anthony Davis oh. and Nicole Jokic can ball out, man. Well, I said besides a healthy AD, but I'm taking Embiid over Jokic any day. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. So, what's your reasoning on why Harden isn't the MVP? He's on a super team. But KD and how much games have they all three of them played together? Probably like three. Probably like two or three. And they're still all what? Second, almost first seed in the East? But almost every time he played with on the Nets, he's had either a Kyrie Irving or um, Kevin Durant on his team. I mean, he has had some valuable wins without either of them. Like what? That's point. He went on the road and beat the Suns by himself. That's a pretty impressive win to me. I just don't. That's, think a, that's a small sample size, though. Like I mean, five yeah. games. I don't think he's consistently been the best player on the Nets for him to win MVP. I mean, with KD out, majority of the time he's been there. He's I, pretty. He's been the best player. I don't know. Kyrie would have something to say about that. Oh, I'm going Kyrie. Yeah. He would. Kyrie. Am I wrong? Yes. And how is that? Kyrie's just flat out not the best player in the Nets. He plays like it. He scores more points. That's about it. Yeah. He have, he averages 28, 5, and 6 this season. 28, 5, and 6? Yep. Harden averages 25, 8, and 11. I don't know. Harden has the ball in his hands more. Harden takes more shots. Uh, yeah, that's, that's but, for a reason. 
because he's the best player. When you when you watch Kyrie and, and Harden play together, they're one A, one B. It's not just Harden's the eh. best. Eh, I don't know. Harden is more important to that team than Kyrie is. I don't know. And I, I think, think they'd be doing doing the same thing with either one of them. Do you think any team could compete with the Nets? With their big healthy? No, not in the East, at least. Not in the East. All right, so that leads to the next topic: pretenders versus contenders. So I'm gonna name about I'm gonna name a team, and you guys are gonna say if they're pretenders or contenders. Then, whoever disagrees, they will give their reasoning. Destin, are you frozen? Hello, Destin. What is that? Are you fro- are you frozen? Not anymore. I just was. All right. I'm I'm giving teams. Your very own Boston Celtics. Pretenders. Contenders. All right. Why? Why, do you, why do you think they're contenders? I believe they're contenders because they have three all-star caliber players. Because you're with, a, so- with a now solid supporting cast, while Tatum and Brown are young potential superstars. Hold up, hold up. Have- you say well, hold up, hold up, my fault. You said um they have a supporting cast? Yes. Yeah, did not a solid, a solid supporting cast. Did not watch the Lakers game. That's not the. That was the third, fourth string. That's not bro, really your supporting bro, cast. These dudes played five guys played five minutes and they had a negative twenty plus. Yeah, minus. and none yeah. of those guys that were on the floor even play. Samuel's way. He doesn't even play anymore. Langford has his minutes. Okay. Well, right, right. What what is is their solid supporting cast though? Richard oh, names. Pritchard. Pritchard. Marcus, what is, Marcus Smart. What is what is Pritchard going to do? Pritchard averages, what, seven, eight points? What That's is he going to do come playoff time? Make threes. That's no. all he needs to do. I don't see the Celtics competing with Philly, a healthy Nets team, or a healthy Bucks team. The bench is too inconsistent. Kemba is too inconsistent. You don't know what you're getting from Kemba. Kemba Brad, he's, he's, Kemba's looking like he's back to form recently. No, man. he's not. He's, he's been looking like it. He's a defensive liability in the playoffs, too. Uh, you don't want to talk about that. Uh, I mean, he can, he can Brad, stand his ground on defense. No, because when, when it comes to pick and roll and Kemba gets switched on to people like Simmons, Jimmy Butler, Kyrie Harden, he's a liability. And then Brad just continuously gets outcoached at the end of games. So It sounds I like Brad being ca- outcoached. Yeah. The players cancel him out. Yeah. All right. Miami. I think they're pretenders. Pretenders. They're contenders, bro. They're built for the playoffs. They're a grit and grind defensive team, man. They match up well. Bam Adebayo at, at the big. They match up well against Philly. Match up well against Brooklyn. Match up well against um, Milwaukee. How do they match up well against Brooklyn? They, they have length down low. I mean, obviously Brooklyn, you have James Harden, Kyrie. And I don't think they compete with Brooklyn on the perimeter. Too many playmakers and scorers. I think I think they could hold their ground. Jimmy Butler, Goran Dragic, Kendrick Kendrick Nunn. Then they. And, yeah. No, go ahead. I was always going to say then they could compete on the offensive end. They have capable guys in the playoffs. I don't know. I don't. I don't think. Um, I, again, I don't see them competing with the top three teams. Maybe not even the Celtics anymore. The other teams are just better. The Heat, um, they don't have a real number two scoring option. Jimmy is the who, only person on that team who puts up 20 a game. Who did they have last year, though, when he made it to the finals? I, that was a fluke, in my opinion. I think you didn't have the Nets here. The Sixers weren't healthy. 
the Celtics collapsed. I think I think they outmatch. Uh, the playoffs are all about matchups. I think they they match up well against Milwaukee as it's proven. They can build a wall. And Philly, Philly doesn't have a closer. Miami doesn't have a closer. That, and Miami has probably the best defensive big on the team to guard Embiid. Honestly, there's I don't think there's only one team that matches well against Brooklyn, but out of the other teams like Milwaukee and Philly, and if you guys want to count Boston. I think Miami matches well. I mean, like I said, I think they need a real number two scoring option who takes pressure off Jimmy offensively. My reasoning for the Heat not being a contender is because they're most likely going to get the Nets in the second round. And if that happens, what, they're not going too far. What if they get the five seed and face um, Philly second round? Mm. Then maybe, maybe they can upset Philly, but I still don't think that's going to happen. Philly okay. has some shooters now. Yeah. They didn't have that last year, and, and they weren't healthy in the playoffs last year. Okay. And Embiid just took a whole – a huge step. He He's way, way better than he is – than he was last I, year. I wouldn't say he's yeah. way better. I feel like he's been used better. I don't know. His post-game yeah, is better. He still shoots he's, too he's much. He's playing with more effort. Wait, he's when not he's as t- lazy anymore. When he's tired, he still shoots a lot. Against the Celtics – he could have had 55, 60, mm-hmm. but he only had 40 because he's shooting the ball when he could just drive. All right, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. I say contenders. I say contenders. I say pretenders. They just match up well with Brooklyn. That's yeah. You could go. You could go. Until Giannis can uh, sustain his MVP level of play in the playoffs, I don't see them going far. I, constantly- I feel like with – you can go. He constantly gets gets shut down. Not shut down, but he gets slowed down in the playoffs every single year. The Heat did it to him last year. The Raptors the year before. But the, so. the Nets can't because they, they did it because they had the length and they had the size to build a wall. I, the Nets I feel like with that, I feel yeah, like but, with the additions of Holiday and Tucker, I feel like it's going to be a different story come playoff time. They can take some pressure off of Giannis. I mean, you're talking about the Nets, but defensively, yeah, they don't have length, but they're still just going to outscore the Bucks with ease, too. I mean, I don't, going? I don't see anyone on the Bucks. Well, I don't see the Bucks as a unit being able to keep up with KD, Harden, Kyrie. When you could throw out, when you could throw out PJ Tucker, Giannis, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, you can just come out with defenders, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then you lack scoring. You won't, because no one no one could build a wall. Giannis could dominate in the paint like he does in a regular season against a team like the Nets. I still don't think that's going to win you games in the playoffs. But Milwaukee teams Mil- that can put up one one thirty one thirty five in the playoffs, not going to put up one thirty. It's that's not going to happen. The Nets, the Nets. I don't know. But the game slows down until I see Giannis not get slowed down in the playoffs. I'm not calling them contenders. But with the Milwaukee, it's weird because like. If they face Miami or Philly, I'm not gonna say that they have the best chance to win. But if they yeah, face the playoffs is all about matchups. Yeah, uh-huh. it's kind of weird saying like the most unstoppable team. It will be their best matchup. All right, now going to the West, Dallas. Dallas is a pretender. I think they're contenders. Let's go. You Why? Go. Go. Me personally, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Luca. So uh, I think this team goes as far as he can take them. 
Um, he has he has solid help with another All Star talent in Porzingis shooters like Trey Burke, Tim Hardaway, Richardson, Kleber, just even Brunson. He has a lot of help, and I think if they get the right matchup, they can go far in the playoffs. You talked about KP, but what you you don't know what you're getting from KP. One, you don't know if he's even going to play. You don't know at what level is he going to play. And I don't think the Mavs have enough shot creating beyond Luka and KP. Who can really go get their own shot in the playoffs? They they remind me. They remind me consistently, though. Consistently, Hardaway in the playoffs. I I don't think they have enough consistent scoring. They remind me of the Celtics with Isaiah Thomas. They have that one, one yeah. playmaker, and the rest is. Luke is gonna get, end up getting burnt out. He's gonna get tired. He, yeah. Teams are gonna tire him out. They have some shot creators around him though, and Brunson, Hardaway, and Richardson. They can all create their own shots. I don't know if they can consistently shot create in the playoffs. I I think they can. I don't know. It, who did who they the last Mavs? Game? No, they didn't. Who are the Mavs really competing with? Are they competing with the healthy Lakers? Are they competing with the healthy yeah. Clippers? Are they I think they with... can compete with a healthy Clippers, healthy Nuggets, healthy Suns, healthy Jazz. The I don't Nuggets know about healthy Jazz. And the Nuggets aren't going to be healthy. So. Yeah, well, yeah, not the Nuggets. They're just not deep enough for my linking. I mean, I feel like Come with the West. Outside, you have to be deep. I feel like with the West, anyone not named the Lakers can compete with each other. This is that yeah. deep. I don't know. They don't have... Uh, beyond Luca, who can play make? Brunson, Richardson, Hardaway. Brunson. Stop saying Brunson. He, Bro, he, Brunson he, is a playmaker off the bench. Trey Burke's better. Trey Burke's, I mean, That's yeah, but. Brunson's so not going to give you any consistency in the playoffs. Brunson He's can give you 14, 15 a game in the playoffs. We'll have to see. I just don't agree. All right. Utah. Utah's a contender. Pretender. I think I think out of all, like you said, everyone in the everyone besides the Lakers are competing with each other. And I think the Jazz are at the top of that. They're very deep. They have so many shot creators, Mitchell, Ingles, Clarkson, Conley, Bojan. And they play team ball. Boyan. Whatever. Facts. Clarkson, Clarkson is arguably the, the best six man in the league. The best um, this year. He can score. Mike Conley can relieve pressure off Mitchell. He can play make. He can score. They have shooters, and they have Rudy Gobert, anchor in the middle, and they're well-coached. So they can compete. In my notes, I would just said depth plus shooting plus hunger equals championship. That's it. They're hungry. They have the depth. They have the shooting. If they can have consistent shooting, bro, what if, they if, don't. Limit. If, I, I really don't understand how you can say – that the Mavericks are contenders, but the Jazz aren't contenders. I don't understand that at all. Mavericks have a true second option. The Jazz don't. Mike Collins an all-star. Mm, Mike Collins a 15 points per game score. Well, first of all, Jazz second option is inconsistent. He's a huge question mark. The and, Jazz second option or the Mavericks? I mean, the, the Mavs. The Mavs second option is a huge question mark. He's not inconsistent. He's just not healthy. Yeah. yeah that's what I mean. When he's a play, when he's he playing, he looks pretty healthy this year ever since he but, got um, back. Even if the Jazz don't have a second option, they're deeper than the Mavs. Like I said, Ingles, Clarkson, Conley, Bojan, they can all create shots. 
I mean, yeah, but come playoff time, it comes down to how your stars perform. And if you don't really have another star alongside Donovan Mitchell, how far you can go? You can have two stars, but the Mavs still aren't deep. I mean, you have to be deep. They're deep I'm enough. I'm taking depth over stars. No, come playoff time, it's stars over depth. I don't know. Not for this Jazz team. Mm, remember a couple years ago, Jazz versus Thunder? Death beat stars. I mean, yeah, but the stars didn't perform to how they were supposed to. That's why. Hey, you can't rely on one guy. Every, Mitchell every is a star. Game. Mitchell's a star. And besides that, who? That, Mike Conley. That's who. Mike Conley isn't a star, but they have depth. And they have great defense. Well, second option. Yeah, yeah. Not enough scoring, in my opinion. Uh, they they have more scoring than the Mavericks. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. They have more shot creators than the Mavericks. All right, all right. Let's go. Let's move on. Um, who I I who? named them twice. Who named Ingles, them Clarkson, Conley, Ingles. and Bojan. <laughs> Wait, so Ingles and Bojan are shot creators. All right, let's move on. Um, uh, the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, it's gonna mute. I think they're contenders. Suns unmute. Nice. Contenders. The Suns. Yeah. Contenders. I think. Why? Booker. Booker. He's gonna show up in big games. Yeah. And in the playoffs, you need someone like that. Yeah. They have length. They're, they they have length to guard perimeter um perimeter stars like Kawhi, PG. I'm not gonna say LeBron. You know, they're not going to compete with the Lakers, but I think they, out of everyone in the East, I mean the West, they have the second best odds. I think it could go either way. Like you said, if Booker performs, I think they can be contenders. But if he if he puts up like less than twenty five game, I don't see it because they again they don't have enough shot creating off the bench. They don't have enough shot creating Can't even in the starting lineup. They don't have a whole ton of shot creating. And that's I think that's probably one of the most important things in the playoffs. You need people who can create their own shots that aren't your best players. That can relieve some of the pressure off your best players. I don't think that the Suns have that. Because if CP3 and Booker are scoring, Aiden. but Aiden, yeah. he's a shot creator. He can he can score. Yeah, he can score. He can score consistently in the post. You got Mikael Bridges. He's not going to dribble the ball and shoot a three, but Cameron Johnson. You got shooters, bro. Yeah. They're basically like Utah with a second, a true second option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah, that's probably fair. Portland. For Sanders. I. I think it can go either way. I, I was torn on this one. See, I didn't really have – this is the only team I didn't have a reason for. I said contenders just because you can't count out Dane. Yeah, you, you have Dane. Him. You have Dane. He can put up 30, 40, 50 a game. Any game, I meant. Um, you, if CJ can show up, I think they're contenders. If Because sometimes he, he shows inconsistency, inconsistency. But if he can show up consistently, I think they can be contenders. I don't think, uh, he's, ever been, I don't think he's ever been inconsistent in the playoffs, though. I guess that, that Nugget it, series a couple years ago, he averaged like 30. Yeah, but I just I, – they don't have enough defense for me. Besides really Cov- yeah. Covington and maybe Nurkic, nobody else on their team is even a good defender. Yeah, that's true. I can see I can see them making – Derek Jones. Like a, maybe a second Derek Jones, eh. Maybe He's all right with his athleticism. But beyond that, I don't really see. 
If there's one team I want to win, I want to see win a championship, it'll be Portland. Obviously over Boston, but um, I I couldn't care less. Yeah, I, I don't, don't care about Lillard. Car- Carmelo's my guy, man. I'd rather see Chris Paul win a championship. He should have won one, but you know, you guys, you man, Harden, Harden. He choked. I mean, that wasn't really Harden's fault. Yeah, that wasn't Harden's fault. Chris Paul should have not got injured. <laughs> How do you prevent? It's made of glass. <laughs> exactly. All right. Warriors would have still won that series, but it's for another time. So that's it with NBA, NBA content. Um, I'm going to move on to the NFL. And with the NFL draft underway in two weeks, it's supposed to be the deepest draft with quarterbacks in a long time, with it being about five quarterbacks projected to go in the first round. And my question here, give a quarterback and say, where do you think he'll be the best suited to go? What I mean is give a quarterback, give a situation, and why you think he'll be a Hall of Famer there. Hall of Famer? I don't know. It's just the best situation. Yeah. All right, you go first. Destin, you go first. I go first? Yeah. All right, so I picked Trey Lance, and I think his best situation will be in Denver. I think with – well, at North Dakota State, his main receiver was Christian Watson, a big-bodied receiver that kind of resembles Cortland Sutton. They have the same type of play. And he'd have a great security blanket and all fan, along with other weapons like Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, and Melvin Gordon, along with a solid defense. I just think that's where he'd succeed. What, right. what pick do they have? They have. Are they in the top ten? No, I think they're right outside of it. Yeah, before New England, so they're probably like thirteen or twelve. Yeah. Okay, now, would you, would you say? Bench Drew Locke right away for Trey Lance, or would you say let him sit? Bench Drew Locke right away. Okay. I don't for think me, he's benefiting at all from playing behind Drew Locke for a year. For me, um, I put Justin Fields. That's a Atlanta. Main reason is to sit behind Matt Ryan. I don't think Justin Fields is ready for the NFL. I think he should have went back to college, but I understand why. He wanted to make money right away. I think sitting behind Matt Ryan and learning behind an MVP is amazing. There's no other team where he's going to sit behind and learn from someone like that. And yeah, eventually, really eventually, when he does play, he'll have Calvin Ridley, Hayden Hurst, Russell Gates to all throw to. It's perfect for a young QB. We're getting someone there. Julio Jones is probably gone. Julio Jones is probably gone. No, 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 no. And especially with a guy like Fields, you don't want to mess up that potential by playing him right away. Let him grow. He has the highest ceiling in the draft, so you want to let him grow, let him learn. And like, kind of like Patty Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. I'm not going to say he's going to be Patrick ceiling. Mahomes. Were you talking uh, uh, just QBs there, right? Yeah, not not counting Lawrence. Oh. Not counting Trevor Lawrence. He has the highest ceiling. Uh, I don't agree with that. I, don't I think it's Wilson. Yeah. All right. Tones, you better. Uh, Speaking of Zach Wilson, I think he'd fit right in in San Francisco. San Francisco has a decent online. They were middle of the pack last year. You're going to have a great security blanket to take off pressure. And George Kittle, arguably the best tight end in the league. They have a top 10 run game, which also takes a ton of pressure off the quarterback when you when you can run the ball. 
They have a great defense. Well, they're going to have a great defense again next year. They weren't healthy this year, which also takes more pressure off the quarterback. And you have a, mo- a great modern coach in Kyle Shanahan. Do you think uh, – I'm going to ask the same question ask Destin. Do you think he should start right away or yes, sit out? I think he should start right away. Gar- okay. What is Garoppolo? I don't think he, he, he can do anything for that team anymore. With that contract, though, who are you yeah, going to trade him to? I don't know. That's yeah. I don't know, but not sure if you'd even be able to. I don't think they traded up for no reason. So you trade up to three. What what else are you gonna draft? I don't think they traded up for no reason. Unless they take, I I don't even know. Three is high, so I think they're aiming for QB. Okay. So speaking of Jimmy Garoppolo, his former team, New England Patriots. Our New England Patriots that we love, love so dearly. Um, they're rumored to pick a quarterback in a draft. What do you think they should do in this draft class with all these quarterbacks? Do you think they should trade up, trade down, stick with Cam, jack the quarterback? What do you think they should do? Tones, go first. All right. I think they should trade up. I don't know who or where they should. I think they should find a way to trade up and get fields. Have him learn under Belichick and Cam, who's a former MVP. Cam can teach him everything. Pats would be a great place. They have a great O-line, one of the best in the league. They have two security blanket tight ends that they just got, Hunter Henry, Donu Smith. They're going to have their defense back. They're going to have a great rushing game. And what what is a better situation for a rookie QB than Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels? I can't find one. I mean, I don't think a rookie QB's ever played for Bill Belichick and Charles McDaniels. That's true. But if it, I don't think they should start him right away. I think they should kind of do what um, the Eagles did with Hurts, wait for him to be ready. Maybe this year, maybe not. But whenever he's ready, he'll go right in. Okay. Destin? Well, I think uh, Justin Fields is a great fit. I think – it's more reasonable for them to keep the 15th pick draft best available and later in the draft draft, Jamie Newman. Jamie Newman is 6'4", 230 pounds, and he has the same type of skill set as Cam Newton. Sitting behind him for a year, he could help develop his skill set, and he'd be in a great situation to learn. So you, out of all the quarterbacks, why do you choose him? Like, Why, why don't you just draft Trey Lance? Because I feel like to get one of those top five quarterbacks, they'd have to trade up. And I don't think that'd be best for business to move more assets to trade up to get a quarterback. See, that's where I disagree with you. I, I agree. We should start Cam. We should draft a quarterback, but let him rest. Let him wait. But I think we could just draft Trey Lance where we are right now. He, he kind of like that's he, an option. He's, he's not, not falling to 15. He's not falling to 15. Think about all the teams that need a quarterback. You have mm-hmm. obviously the Jaguars. You have maybe the Jets are drafting a QB. Then you have San Francisco probably drafting a QB. Carolina, Atlanta, Denver probably. Atlanta's trying to trade down. Yeah, whoever trades up is trading up for a QB. Exactly. I'm not a betting guy, but I would bet Trey Lance is available. Draft night. I think if they draft best available, it's going to be Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle's going top ten. He's going to the Giants. I don't know. Jalen Waddle's going early. Going where? For me, I think Patriots should get Parsons. 
I like Parsons, man. And I think he's going to fall to us. You think he's going to fall, but not Trey Lance? Yes. It's kind that's of weird. exactly what I think. That, that's that's kind of weird. more teams need QBs. There's like seven yeah. teams in the, before us that need a quarterback. Yeah. I think he'll be available. And I, right, let's say it won't happen. But if it did, Trey Lance behind Cam will be his best situation. You got a running QB, learn from a running quarterback, a running MVP like Destin said. Just let him wait after a year and see what happens. Uh, I'm a big what believer. If what if he's not available? Then what will you do? Take best available. I, I don't think trading down is an option. I feel like you're trying you, – you, you brought so many free agents in, but none of them are really young. So They're old. If, if you think we should draft um, Lance because he has the same type of skill set as Newton, he's a running QB, then why not just trade up and get Fields? You said he has the highest ceiling in the draft. Too much. And I don't think it's realistic. Uh-huh. Because I feel like Fields, he's probably going to go number two, number three. Like, unless he falls like a Mitchell Trubisky, then you trade up to get him. But I don't think that'll happen. Didn't Trubisky? I don't think too? the Jets. I don't think yeah. the Jets take a QB. I I don't know. They traded Sam Darnold. Oh yeah, that's true. I, I did forget that. Dang. Jets are taking Wilson hundred percent. I think they will. Yeah. That'd probably be the best fit for him. I mean, I don't think the Jets is the best fit for anybody. Yeah, I think it is, man, for I, Wilson. For, for what reason? Why is that better than San Francisco would be? All those new assets they just got, new culture. They hired Robert Sala. He could turn that team around, and he can be the face of a team right away. You can't really get that anywhere else. Do you but, think he'll be a playoff contender? No, not a playoff contender. The 49ers don't have to be turned around. Yeah, but he's not going to go there and start right away. Whoever the 49ers draft isn't going to start week one. Who's going to start for them? You don't think that could be better for someone than going to the Jets? No. Same thing could happen. That happened to Darnold. But it won't. Okay, because you said so. (laughs) No, they have a brand-new coach. A brand-new coach. More weapons. They just signed Corey Davis. They still have no line. Keelan Cole and Tevin Coleman, <laughs> but they still they still have no O line. He's not going to be able to get any protection. Bro, just hold your microphone like this, man. Why would I just hold it? I'm literally sitting it up. Can't afford Hey, man, they're working on that O line. Makai Beckton was a was a great pick. I don't know. I just don't think the Jets would be a good fit for any of these quarterbacks. And in the market, being in New York helps you. All right, what do you think is the worst out of all the teams looking for a quarterback? What do you think is the worst fit for them? The Jets. What for like each quarterback? No, like if you say you're a quarterback going to the draft, mm-hmm. what's one team you would not want to get drafted to? The Lions. The Lions I don't think are taking quarterback. They probably yeah, take either I've heard some rumors that DB. they might I'm going to go to the Bears. Why the Bears? Because, bro, that's one wants because that organization. They don't know what they're doing. They they got rid of Trubisky to sign Andy Dalton. And they have, they have there's two aging quarterbacks right in front of you. They don't know what they're doing. For a team that's not in contention to win, having two old quarterbacks is mm-hmm. stupid. It's plain I mean, I stupid. Think- 
I think the Bears could be decent. I mean, they have a Allen Robinson, who's top eight, top he's, ten. He's wide gone. You think? He's if he's not gone by the trade deadline, he'll be gone by next year. Yeah, that could be true. But their defense is decent. I just think there's worse out there. The Jets, they they are showing no improvement. I mean, Jets sign if you score they as a quarterback, you see what the Jets did for Darnold. I just don't think you'd want to go there. Yeah, but they recreated the whole coaching staff. That's gonna help a lot a lot. Their offense is gonna be blazing, bro. They have a whole I don't know new about culture. Blazing. They're gonna be better than one fifteen. Well, I don't know about blazing. Nah, so, ah, let me try to compare this. So obviously I don't play in NFL. I play high school football. They changed their whole offense. Um our our school. And now their offense is better than, better than it has been in years. Maybe that'll happen with the Jets. They changed their scheme, coaching staff. They'll come out better than last year, and that's all you could ask I just, for. I just think it's all up in the air. I just, it's too much of a question mark for me. All right. Now, that's that's really that's it for that segment. Um, the next one, it's not mainly about you guys. It's about fantasy football with Adriano. You guys can take a little break. I'm going to talk about who to start, who to draft, and who not to draft. You guys could take, you know, a page out of my book, seeing that you guys are trash at fantasy football. All right. For, you know, for the viewers, I went eight and five. I made the playoffs. I was a two seed. This dude, Destin, um, he's, he went five and eight for a second straight year. Missed the playoffs. Then Mr. Tones went six and seven, lost in the first round. For the champion. Yeah, but. You lost in the first round. You went six. And, no, you went seven to six, right? Seven to six. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, winning record. Winning record. All right. All right. So for who you want to who you want to draft, I suggest this person in the first round. In a big league like you know ten man league, ninth overall, I'm gonna go Miles Sanders, running back, Philadelphia Eagles. With Hurts last year, he had his nineteen points. Why are you laughing? You, you went five and eight. Don't laugh. Oh, you, went, you went five and eight. I was undefeated against Miles you. Sanders on my team. Do not draft Miles Sanders. <laughs> you went you went seven to six and you lost in the first round. No, nah, but you are right about him getting um, more production with her. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. Well, I'm have stats to prove it. He's perfect PPR. He hers targeted him 13 times in three games. In the three games they started together, then he also got more red tone red zone touches with Hertz than he did once. I think Doug Marone, whatever his name is. Doug Peterson, my fault, and and Carson Wentz held held him back. With Jalen Hurts and their run game that they love in Philly now, he's gonna be a beast. RB one. Then for don't, David Montgomery. He he balled out in the playoffs. You know, everyone thought he would be an RB one for fantasy, but this year Tariq Cohen will be back. And the last two years Tariq Cohen played, he was top five in receptions and targets. He'll be the third down back. He'll take touches away from Montgomery. Montgomery will still be good, like as a flex for your RB two, but don't draft him as an RB one. I'd rather take Tariq Cohen over David Montgomery this year. Trust me, that's fantasy football with Adriano. That's it. All right. Before we head to our last segment, I want to talk about SmackDown last night. Did you watch it, bro? The company's trash. Tell it me how really it's the, it's the it SmackDown after SmackDown after WrestleMania. Edge is not there. Daniel Bryan's not there. 
Big E is not there. Sasha Banks is there for th th three seconds. Doesn't even talk. Like I just think they they're confused. They it's like they don't know what they want to do. They I, they don't know what they're doing with Cesaro. That they don't know what they're doing with Cesaro. I like the Cesaro thing. I think what they're doing is they, they want to push him to be in the main event, but they're gonna it's gonna be a long term story. So like he's and, gonna try again to Roman, but there's gonna be obstacles in front of him. Obstacles in front of him, like Seth Rollins. And Roman's getting a little repetitive. I think. It's I think just, it's, it's. I like it, but it's gonna get old. Fast. That that promo last night was amazing. I think. Yeah, but what was different about it than every promo he's cut since he's been champion? Hey man, that that line where he said he pinned two Hall of Famers, and that no one in the locker room wants to not step foot in the ring with him. That was amazing. And Seth just, Cesaro's music. Cesaro's music hit. I just want to see how long they're going to keep this going. The whole Jey Uso thing is just getting a little repetitive for me. Yeah, I was watching, you know, Russell talk. They're like, it's basically the same thing every week. Jey Uso fights for Roman Reigns and he loses. So. Yep. But I, if, I had to, if I had to, if I was in creative, I would not book Cesaro to fight Roman right away. I would wait to like money in the bank or something. Slow build it. Slow build it. Yeah. Alistair uh, yeah, Black's coming back. You can't transition from Edge and Daniel Bryan to Cesaro. I just don't know how that's going to work. They, he needs to be built up way more. Yeah. How do you feel about Alistair Black? He's rumored to come back. I don't know that I'm happy. They're, they're going to misuse him again. So, All right. Depending on how they use him. Uh, if he's a face, it won't be good. I think he'll be a heel. He should be. Then, you want us to be our last segment, start bench cut, or should we go talk about Jabari Parker? No, start bench cut. Destiny here? Mm -hmm. All right. I'm gonna, I'm, you guys know start bench cut. I'm going to give you three names. It'll say who you're starting, who you're benching, who you're cutting. If you're bogus, I kick you out the meeting. Meeting. All right. Start bench cut. Lillard. Luca, Kyrie, Irving. Can I go first? Yeah. yeah. Start Luca, bench Kyrie, cut Lillard. Uh, I'm gonna have to right now. Right now, I'm starting Kyrie and benching Luca, just because Kyrie has gotten it done in the postseason. Luca hasn't. I feel like Luca brings more to the team, though. Yeah, he does, but uh, Luca, I, I need to see him win. Kyrie, Kyrie is, I don't know. I just, I just think he, I value the postseason. He's gotten it done there. But, I mean, he's played with LeBron James, that's why. Yeah. When he played with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, he got bounced in the second round. Okay. De'Aaron Fox, Trey Young, Jalen Brown. Start. Start Jalen Brown, bench De'Aaron Fox, cut Trey Young. I agree. I think Jalen Brown. I got to go start. Brown. My fault, my fault. No, you go. Start Fox, bench Jalen Brown. Yeah, I was I was contemplating doing that, but I don't know. I think JB, JB gives you more. They can uh, – I don't know. They both can play defense. Fox is a better playmaker, but JB's a better scorer. It all depends on like what you want. Yeah. 
what hurts Fox is that he can't shoot like efficiently. Mm-hmm. He's getting better, but like compared to Jalen Brown and Trey Young, he's not. Good. Yeah, Trey just I don't he you can he's not a winner. I don't think you can win with him as your best. Maybe not. He needs to like adjust his play style. He does. I mean, he's, he's still only twenty, like 21, 22. Well, yeah, but yeah, he so, can get better, but like as of right now, he hasn't gotten better. Really. Okay. He hasn't become a good playmaker either. Next one, Jeremy Grant, Julius Randle, Pascal Siakam. Start Randle, bench Siakam, cut Grant. Perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Siakam's gotten gotten it done in the postseason, and Randle is just a better player. I feel like Jeremy Grant, I don't want to hate on him, but I feel like if he's on a winning team, he's not doing this. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. That's what exactly he's, what I was going to say. He's getting the touches. Yeah. You can say the same about Julius Randle. Yeah, but Randle's been like a second, winning. third option. And still put up all right. His, his no. team's winning too. Now, yeah. if, you, if, you, if you put Randle and Jeremy Gray on different teams, do you think Randle's doing the same thing with Dwayne, Dwayne Casey? In like if they swap teams? If yeah. they swap teams, the Knicks wouldn't be as good. That's what I'll say. I don't think Knicks would be a playoff team. They wouldn't. Okay. All right. Fourth one. Fred Van Fleet, Terry Rozier, Malcolm Brogdon. Start Van Vliet. Bench Brogdon. Cut Rozier. That was hard to say. I might be starting. I might start Brogdon. And bench Van Vliet. Yo, Bogan. I'm starting. I'm starting Rozier. Rozier. I like Rozier, man. But... That's my guy. Yeah. I wish he was still a Celtic over Kemba. Kemba, Sucks. if you're watching, probably not. But, you know, I still love you, but Rozier's my guy. I just think Brogdon's the most complete player out of the three. He can yeah. play make better than three, than the other two. He can play better defense than the other two. He has a three-point shot. He's consistent, and he I can f- get to the basket. I think he's the most complete player. I feel like if you want to win a championship, though, he can't be a starting point guard. Who, Brogdon? Yeah. I feel like he's more like a second unit type of guy. I think Rozier can. I don't think so. It depends. No. You have to have a super, superstar and another all-star if Rozier is your starting point guard and you want to win a championship. Yeah, same with Brogdon, though. I'm just saying. You put them on L.A., I think L.A., like the Lakers, I think it would be better with Rozier starting than Brogdon. Yeah, because – What about Van Vliet? The Lakers don't really need a playmaker. Van Vliet's done in the playoffs. Brogdon never has. Well, no, he never has. Yeah. Rozier has. Mm-hmm. So you, you could say Dave that against Lee Brogdon. was like the fourth best player on that team. Yeah, but he still averaged like 20, what, 20 in the finals? I mean, yeah, don't even count that season, count last year too. True. He was cooking the Celtics. I just think Brogdon's the most complete player. Okay, last one. Um, Last one. R.J. Barrett, Michael Porter Jr., Norman Powell. All right, um... This is tough. Norman Powell tones his favorite player. I hate him. Wait, who was the first one before MPJ? RJ Barrett. Uh Uh-uh. I think I'm going to start MPJ and bench RJ Barrett. Have you not been watching Norman Powell? He's having 20. Averaging 20. This year, he... I'm going to start RJ Barrett. Of course you are. I don't know if I want to say this. I'm going to start RJ Barrett, bench Norman Powell, and cut Michael Porter. Uh, MPJ is the best... 
He's a great scorer. He's he, young. He, he can play defense. has the most potential out of the three. But as of right now, with his shot selection, and he's he, he doesn't really play defense. So I don't know. I think, I think with I think he does play defense, but I think without um with Murray out, he's gonna be getting more shots and he's gonna I was gonna say that. That's, yeah, that Murray that's, injury hurts because yeah, like, that's gonna help his stats and stuff. But that's what I think is make or break for the Nuggets if he can perform because he's gonna be getting the shots that a lot of the shots that Murray was getting because he's just that good of a scorer. When Murray but, comes back, Murray's gonna be the third option. I feel like I feel like Murray um, MPJ is gonna develop into that I second don't know option. If I would say that. I hope it doesn't happen. Murray's that's kind of fair. Players. But I think I this know. is I this think... is the chance for Michael Porter Jr. to take the next step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's that's all we had. Unless y'all want to talk about Jabari Parker, man. I mean, I, I think, think it was a decent signing. I just don't think it's gonna change anything. I think it's gonna help. Give us some scoring off the bench. What minutes is he really gonna get? He's gonna get those minutes at the four off the bench. Take minutes from Grant Williams. Yeah. I but just don't think it's gonna. I don't think we're gonna improve if we signed Jabari Parker. The score, man, that's what we lack on the bench. The Celtics have a lot of bench pieces that shouldn't be in, in the NBA. And like who? The, shouldn't be in the hey, NBA. I don't, I don't want to name drop me, and I want to have a good relationship <laughs> with the team. We all know who they are, man. I don't want to name drop. Sammy Ozley is my guy, so it's not Sammy. Yes, Sammy. Sammy's great. I don't think our bench. Is going to be any more consistent or any better? Getting hey, man. if he can drop twenty in a playoff game, that's all you're really asking for. If he can average eleven or twelve off the bench, that's perfect. That's not going to happen. Yeah, he hasn't man, played in nearly. He played like three games this year. He played last year and averaged fifteen and seven on the Hawks. We didn't ask for the Hawks. He won't be getting a lot of shots because you know how smart is when he's running with the bench unit. So yeah, but I don't know. Jabari Parker's a scorer, man. Do you start smart when healthy? No. Yeah. Yeah, you need him on the bench unit. No. You can, I don't think I don't right, think that's... smart and Kemba are good starting together. I mean, you're gonna need like smart it. out there with Kemba out there though. For defense wise. Who you starting at the four though? Because we're not gonna run then, double big. Then who Tatum. runs the point? Then who runs the point with the bench unit? Pritchard. Who runs Pritchard? I, I don't know. Like that's that. not gonna work. I that's mean, not gonna work in the that's not really going to happen because the way rotations are set up, it's not going to be all the bench out there at once. But That's what they did last year when we had Hayward. Hayward would start, but he would run with the bench. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're doing yeah, that with Tatum now. Mm-hmm. Tatum leaves the game like Yeah, Tate leaves it early. Yeah, yeah Tatum and Brown first. are like never on the court together until like the fourth quarter. No, nah, they start the third. They end the second. Like just, I, just, I, I, I hate how the Celtics end quarters, bro. They it's always an quarters. ISO. I hate how the Celtics end games. We end games absolutely terribly. It we paid too much attention. It's been happening for a long time. We paid too much attention to two for ones at the end of quarters. Yes, yes. There's and 35 seconds left. They're shooting it no matter where they are. And like, like, then you hear Scalabrini saying it's a good shot. It's that, that's a two for one. That's two for one. Like, I, don't, I just don't like – I don't like how Brad – Sets up our offense at the end of games. It's all ISO. He runs everything through Tatum, which I don't like. We can run. I mean, I I like it, but too much ISO. Yes, exactly. Too much ISO. It's like we stop passing at the end of games. And we we don't pass throughout games. 
We don't yeah, pass, yeah. Period. I've been saying that too. We don't pass enough. But what's funny is that when we do pass, we end up blowing teams out. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know why we don't do it consistently. Because we can shoot. With we Fournier coming back, though. With Fournier coming back. And he could be a facilitator off the bench. Yeah, he can anchor the bench, you know, I think. Yeah, that's a yeah. – If he can be consistent, though. He's a scorer, man. He's Because that's what we thought Teague could do. But then he just – We thought Teague would be, like – Yes. We thought, was gonna, gonna, we thought he was going to anchor the bench unit, but then he just spiraled out of control. Bro, he's playing all right in Milwaukee, though. <laughs> yeah, he was playing all right the first couple games here. He Matt, just couldn't miss. <laughs> imagine we play Milwaukee in the playoffs and he averages 20. I'll be so us. mad. <laughs> he be was serious. a disappointment, man. He we was. thought he was going to be a great piece off the bench. I feel and like Tristan Thompson, though. He doesn't get enough enough love. I don't like Tristan Thompson. I don't like Tristan Thompson. He's a ball think, hug. Yeah, I don't think nah. he can do anything that Rob can't. And I think he – He's stronger. I don't like, know. He's, like a, he's a bigger body. Against Embiid, I'd rather have him. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, I, I don't really think it matters against Embiid. They're both – Embiid's going to – Get his either either way. Robert Williams gonna follow up in the first quarter. <laughs> Yo, I was watching um the Bulls a couple nights ago. Tell me why Daniel Tice didn't foul at all. Not one foul again. There's no, no way. I was like, yo, it got my nerves. There's no. I, way. I still don't think we should have let Tice go. Uh, we traded for Mo Wagner, then we cut Mo Wagner. Then we cut him for Jabari Parker. I, that was a terrible move. Nah, we got Luke Cornett, bro. Luke Cornett's a beast. Yo, Luke Cornett's actually nice. Like, I real. think Ainge. I think Ainge with that. I think he just got trigger happy. Nah, he was trying to um, avoid the luxury tax. That's why he traded him. And now we got our two main centers there, without Tyson away. No, nah, I like I like how Rob gets more minutes. I always yeah, think facts. he should have got more minutes, but Tyson was Tyson was, was improving too. He was hitting his stride right when we traded him. I mean, yeah, he did miss the game winner the night before. I, I, I got mean, so mad. You don't it want Tice shooting a fadeaway corner three for the game. Dude, he just away. fades away for no reason. If he just stood where he was, he could have drew the foul. Exactly. But he wanted to avoid contact. Kemba would have. <laughs> Tones is Destin's voice messing up for you too. Mm-hmm. Avoid contact. Speaking of Kemba, he's just – we should have traded up. Yeah, it's messing up, Destin. Is it still messing up? No. No, you're good enough. Good, 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 good. Now, but now we're going to – now you can go. I don't know what to do with Kemba, man. Because he I can't move his contract. To... Yeah, that's true, but I don't know. He's just – again, like I was saying earlier, he's a liability defensively in the playoffs, and you don't know what you're getting from him offensively because he's so inconsistent. Huh? Our only option would be to trade him along the assets to just get rid of him. Yeah, but yeah, it depends what we'd have to give up, what we get. But he's just a huge question mark offensively and defensively. I just don't understand why we want to try to replace Kyrie, Kyrie so bad. Mm-hmm. We could have just kept Rozier yeah. cheaper for cheap instead of signing aging Kemba for 30 mil. I just don't understand. Would have been, been a better outcome too. But Rozier didn't want to play here anymore either. So. Now he wants to play if he was going to start. Fact. He just wanted more like playing time and stuff. Is Rozier a top I, ten point guard? No. No. He's better than Kemba. He's top ten in my opinion. I, I 
I just I wished it would have worked out with Kyrie because we had him, JB, and JT getting along. Bro, if we kept Kyrie, I would have pulled the trigger on an AD trade. I would have built around Kyrie, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. You wouldn't? I would. I would have. Oh. Would have. Yeah, I would have made an AD JB trade, JT. traded Brown and Tatum. You think? I would have traded Tatum and Brown to get AD. I talk to my stepdad about this all the time, man. I the think Celtics AD messed up. Been a rental, though. They should have traded for Corey. Yeah, but... wow. yeah, facts. We should have done. You're asking for Jalen Brown. And we just wouldn't do it. I don't care if it's a one year rental. The Raptors won a championship. Exactly. And we had a better roster than them without Kawhi. Bro, the East was so deep that year. It was crazy. Mm, I, I don't know that we had the better roster. Like the, the top four? Nah, it was like a bunch of like mid tier teams. Yeah, so, like the top four in the East were stacked. Mm-hmm. They weren't stacked. Because, like, I think just, about it. If they faced the healthy Warriors, all everyone would get smacked. Every single team. Yeah, probably, but they were nasty. I just don't think we have any consistency anywhere on the team, especially come playoff time. It Dude. all just depends on Tatum and Brown, man. It depends on who we first. Like, if we face Atlanta, well, yeah. if we face Atlanta, we could beat them. If we face Miami, we probably won't beat them. This is I feel like we're going to get Atlanta, though. Not I like it. Do. But New York keeps way, I don't see us beating. I don't see us winning a second round series. Isaac is beating the 76ers. I don't, I don't know if I'm biased, bro, but like I don't view the Sixers like. Fast. Yeah, no, I don't either, but last year was different. Yeah, they didn't they have seven. I, I just feel like if we keep it close, we would win a game. If we keep the game close, because they don't have a closer. Yeah, so all we have to do is keep the game close. Look at what happened last time. We were keeping it close, and then they just pulled away. True. And hey, maybe playoff Tatum's different. Maybe playoff Smart's different. Who knows? Fast. Playoff Kemba's different for the worst. Nah. Nah, I feel like Kemba, he's, he's going to be consistent in the playoffs. 18, 19 points. I'll take it. Knocking off the Sixers. He never beat no. Ben Simmons. Mm-mm. He never beat Ben Simmons. That's crazy. Facts. And he played for Charlotte, so like that's still crazy. He was dropping sixty points for Charlotte. That's that's no. real good. Dropping sixty, bro. That I don't know. I just need. I just don't know if the Jays are gonna be consistent enough. I don't know, man. So we done? I can't. I don't know. Are we? <laughs> that, that, we have nothing else planned. Yeah, I think that might be it. Good, good that was over episode. an hour. That was great. All right. Well, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening, wherever you guys are. But yeah, we'll be back sometime this week. We don't know when. But yeah, thank you. Peace. All right.